All right, we are back uh, for another episode of the Nightcap. I am your co-host, comedian Chris Mons. Uh, same social media network. I'll follow you back. And who else do we have? Uh, it's me, Danielle, with Simply Homemade Catering. <laughs> it's not going to be interviewing you. It's me. I'm terrible at introductions. But Clearly. you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Simply Homemade Catering. And shcateringclt.com to check out my website. You remember it. Let's see if you remember it by the end of the episode. I, I think I will. All right. This episode is sponsored by uh, James Chicken Shack. Uh, it's not, as always, sounds pretty cool to have a sponsor. We'll be practicing. Yeah, James Chicken Shack. When the birds ain't kicking, it ain't real chicken. <laughs> or the guy named James who has a chicken shack. He mm-hmm. just promoted you. So, well, who the fuck would have a chicken shack in 2020? Like, you call it the chicken shack? There's so many chicken shacks here in Charlotte. Oh, it is. It is the chicken shack. Yeah, no, man. It's a whole bunch of chicken shacks. But James Chicken Shack. Not James. We had, might have Charles. Mm-hmm. Whoever. Cool. Well, all right. So, there's been a lot going on this week. Um, it's only So, it's only Tuesday. I feel like it should be like Wednesday already. Yeah. It's been a long week for me. It has been a long week. I don't know why though. I don't know. I think I'm just I'm just wore out. Like I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I was so tired Sunday night. I was like, I don't know we got no damn carbon monoxide. I was like, <laughs> I was like, shit. Like I'm tired. Like no, but I felt like that one day too. I was like, why is my eyes heavy? Mm-hmm. I said, I guess maybe staying up late probably caught up with me now because. Y'all, I don't get no sleep. But you like, fall, you fall asleep and then you wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, your like, sleep turns off. Give me a good hour or two, and then I'm good for or like, two. Like I, so I'll go to bed sometimes at like one. No, I take that back. Maybe like one thirty-two, and then you don't come upstairs till six. So that's four hours of nap that you had. That's probably why you can't go straight to sleep. You just you just fresh off a four hour nap. Yeah, I do. Well, no, I'm talking about like. If I do fall asleep at 10 and wake up at like 12, I'm up at 10. like 6 in the morning. I don't know because it's 10 now. Right. When was the last time that happened? Man. Man, whatever. So cool. So what's on the agenda? We have we have an agenda now, so it can be more. We want to make sure we structure for you guys, so we want to make sure we continue to keep you guys listening because we've seen people dropping off at the five-minute mark, so we want to make sure we keep your attention. So we finally got some, well, we had structure before, but now we got some pen and paper structure. Yeah, some more structure. Right. Like, so structured structure. Yes. So. So um, tonight, let's talk about the food, my food. Which is always a delightful treat. Yeah. You had a big weekend. So you, had a, uh, you had an event, which is yes, cool. Yes, it was my mother-in-law's birthday well of course chris is yeah my mom yeah she's <laughs> she turned she turned 60. yeah she turned 60. it was a surprise brunch um and now you know what brunch is a lot easier like because now i'm helping you with your gigs like i used to help in the house or like well yeah at the event like before prepping yeah but now like actually being on site and helping you it's just like brunch is a lot better than than dinner. I still have to do a, a, a unpredicted store run. Like I hate those. Like I'm in the middle of something. Chris, I need this, this, and this. I'm like, God damn it. I'll forget. I got and about ask y'all time. I say, do you have this? Do you have that? Yep, I got it. But I think I have it. Yeah, that's true. But then I don't. But 
I mean, yeah, this was, and then it's been, I haven't done like an event event. I mean, really, because we haven't been able to. The pandemic, to. since uh, Maddie's <clears throat> thing. Yeah, since February, so. That about killed you. Yeah, it definitely did. I was bad off, but I was just tired. Mm-hmm. But you got to learn, you got to figure out how to, how to plan your time, put stuff together. Like when I know that I have an event, like there's certain ways I think before it starts. I'm able to show. <clears throat> so I, I feel you. I'm like that. Yeah. Show. So then it's like when it gets closer to the time, I'm thinking in my head, like, all right, well, if I do this first or how will I do this? And mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I've been doing with this cobbler I'm about to ship. Yeah, you really have. Like, this is the most I've seen you put like effort. Well, you put effort into your food, but like, this is the most I've seen you put well, effort in some in a while. It's something that I haven't done before. Like, I've always thought about shipping, so this is giving me experience to see what the cost is. It's for my best friend, so yeah, you want to make sure it's right. She's like, I want you. Can you make me some peach pie? I was like, heck yeah. And that that's dope, man. I think that's very important. Like with your business or my comedy and stuff, it's like I I true best friends. They may not like share everything. But they're gonna make sure they support you. But you know that they support you. You can feel the support. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to. Yeah, that's real. Because you know, like I know her, so I I can recognize it. Yeah, and it's like and, this ain't like this is another failed venture. Like you know, oh uh, now I'm gonna start my own magnet company. No, I mean, like, you know, Danielle, bullshit. She's been my best friend for 21 years. So well, even after a while, if you keep coming with failed ventures, like right. no, but I'm no, yeah, 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 she's been my best friend for 21 years, so it's not like this has been something I've been talking about since forever. Ever since I've known you, like been talking about known that I've been talking about this forever. Mm-hmm. So whenever I like did it and do it, like she knows that I'm serious because she was there, yeah. me talking about it. It's not like what oh, this week I want to do here. Oh, uh, next week I want to do nails. Ooh, I could cater. Nah. <laughs> right. That sounds unsanitary. Hair, nails, and catering. Like, I'm uh, just saying. But yeah, yeah, yeah. People all over the place. Like, and I get it. People had an entrepreneurial spirit, but that's more than it. But at like what point passion. is it from a like, <clears throat> let's talk about this. At what point before does it come from an entrepreneurial spirit to a money grab? Now you're just doing bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes if an entrepreneurial spirit is somebody, I wouldn't say, a money grab, but it's somebody who's like con- is constantly having ideas, different ideas. Uh, that's real. That's how you get these technology companies. Yeah. So like with me, I'm an entrepreneur, but my passion it's is food. food. So right. I'm always thinking a new ideas for food. for food. I'm a little bit more segmented. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, because I, I love your ideas for food. Everything like the only thing I didn't like was that pork chop. Yeah, back in uh, freshman oh, year. Oh, I thought I was going to die. I said, I'm going to die. Dealing with die. kosher salt. I that wasn't freshman year. That was kosher salt. Like sophomore, sophomore, junior. It was spring garden. Oh, okay. It was, um, man, I could, I salted the shit. My eyes were It was making my ears ring. But the crazy thing is, I was like, man, Chris, these are too salty. He's like, no, I saw it. It's all right. I'm like, nah, these is too salty. Like, don't try to make me feel good. These shits are salty. And ever since then, it's like, this shit. Don't never make those. Don't make those again. Because I said, like, my eyes was red. Like, I sweated. And I started, then I started sweating. And I stopped. I said, oh, shit, I might have a stroke. 
<laughs> my vision got all blurred. I said, this one trying to kill me. Like, I thought I was dying. And I'm like, these shits are salty, but yeah. he's just eating them. I That's need a, love. I need That's a, love. Yeah, I needed a gallon of water after that. I flush my system. Big old cup of right. water. Jeez. But, but anyway, we went all the way left. It's okay, but no, we talk, let's, talk about, let's talk about your event. Yeah, um, it was so, a success. You were way more calmer during the cooking phase than you, than you usually are. Because that's why I think to myself in the week prior, I'm like, all right. Like when I got the shrimp, I'm like, yo, I got to de-vein these shrimp. I got to peel these shrimp. Right. We need to go Friday. I could go to the house, mm-hmm. de the shrimp. Because when it was time, all I had to do was cut up the onions and the garlic. Yeah. So when I put it in the pan, and I did the tomato sauce. I could do a whole bunch of other stuff. You know, my family had a restaurant and we used to bake bacon like it was nothing. So look, all I need is two trays. Look, put the oven on this on right here. So I could just pull it out with no problem. Like, yeah, it's just a strategy and you got to figure it out. And well, then, that just goes back to anything. If you're well prepped, you'll produce. Yeah. You, just can't, you just can't go into it and try to wing it because it, especially with food, you'll taste it if it's been winged. Yeah, and then you gotta do like there were certain things like you did. He Chris is a great cook too. I do all right. He does no. His food is delicious. I got certain things I can make. Yeah, you can like you. You pretty much can touch anything, and it'd be good. I have two, three things I can make. I can name. Nah, you make some good food. So his buttermilk chicken. I'm the one who was like, oh, because we'd be watching diners and dads. I'm yes. like, yeah, let's get some buttermilk. And we season it with everything we season the chicken with. And then we put a little bit on salt on the chicken, and then we just let it marinate. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. So I'm like, all right. Goody said he had wings. I'm like, so I could take those wings. I'm like, I'm not going to fry wings. I know y'all want fried wings. No, nah, not me. But I'm not going to fry the wings. You know what's weird? I can't do fried wings like that anymore. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a weird taste. It's too greasy. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And that's about... Wrote, like, um, oh, that, the, the tray. Look, yeah, look, the where, it could, the, yeah the, where it could drain off. Yeah. But um, so you made that. I'm like, I might as well just bake the chicken. People... Don't eat the fried chicken, but don't eat this too. The baked chicken got gone. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't get a piece. I didn't try to get a piece. Then I made home fries. I'm like, we're having shrimp and grits. All we got is eggs, bacon, sausage, grits that already has stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna want like a potato. Another type of green. Yeah, and they got gone too. Yeah, potatoes because I meant to bring potatoes. That's why I packed those that pepper and an onion. I'm right. Like, oh. So, I mean, everybody enjoyed it. Only thing I wish I would have had was like a turkey thing. A turkey thing? Like a turkey item. Like, oh, like turkey bacon. It kind of covered, yeah, it kind of covered the pork. But yeah. whenever you have an event, like it's important. Options. Yeah, you should give people options. And even if the customer didn't order it, that's why you kind of like make it accommodative. Like people talk about turkey. People talk bad on turkey, but I can tell you that turkey's not in something. I can't. I can tell you if turkey is if it's turkey. Yeah, same here. But I can't tell you, like I'm required to tell you, like there's pork. This is pork. But you don't have to tell them if it's turkey. Yeah, but I, okay. I don't have to say. You know, this is turkey. 
So I could say meatballs. So when they ask what type of meatballs, oh, I got turkey meatballs. Right. Mine's just turkey. Like, you don't have to worry about Which are meat. delicious, by the way. Yeah, you don't even know the difference. Yeah, that's crazy because, like, I slowly got away from, like, we, well, we um, as a family, slowly got away from, like, ground meat uh, with, with uh, beef. Yeah. And, like, now, you, like, if I eat beef, I be feeling all sluggish, my stomach. I don't sleep good <clears> at night, even though beef burgers. Oh my God, a delicious. But it's the type of beef. Like if you get that fresh grass fed beef, like straight from the farm. Yeah, that we had that before. That was yeah, good. my aunt gave us that. It's just the color. It's not it's, it's not as red. Yeah, it's not as red, but it's good. Yeah. And you don't need anything. No. Um, but when you get it from like the stores and stuff, you know, that's where they do all that processing. Well, niggas call it hamburger meat. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. I blame you because niggas are hamburger meat. That's what people call some meat. hamburger. I'm like ground meat. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the first time I heard of people calling like ground meat. meat hamburger. That's down south for hamburger meat. Yeah, hamburger meat. Cause y'all like to put hamburger in the beans. I'm like, you putting meat in it's, the it's, beans? It's good sometimes. Yeah, it is. If somebody cook it right, I think. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start adding turkey to ours. Like, like the baked beans that you made yeah. or with that cinnamon in it. It just needed a little bit of brown sugar, but the baked things with that cinnamon. I told you, like this weekend? Yeah. You ate some of those? Yeah. I, to, I didn't know they were good. I had a chance to eat it. All you needed was some more, some brown sugar. Yeah. But that was like, and that's how you line stuff. You're like, oh, this is good. Just food so around with it. do this with this, then right. that's what it'll taste like. Well, that's what it's all about, you know, plugging the plan. And having a good palate, because like, I think. That's important too, not being closed-minded. Not, not no, not closed-minded, but like there's certain things that I know a difference between a nut. Like I know what a pecan is. I just don't know it's a nut. I know the difference between a pecan and an almond if you don't tell me. Oh yeah, like yeah. your taste. But I think that just comes from maturity and experience, though. Yeah, or people might not have strong palates, or because they never had any. They never, yeah, exactly. So. so. But it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Everybody enjoyed it. Did really. I was really proud Everybody of it. Everybody enjoyed it. It makes me feel good when the food is gone. Right. That's, that's a good thing. Like, and and need, it's not folded up in the trash. Yeah. I don't right. need nobody to rant and rave. I don't like Like you eating it gone. says enough. Yeah. And that's I real. see you go back. So y'all funny people don't try to be funny and not get uh, repeats if I'm around because <laughs> you don't want to show that I, y'all like it. Oh, then you worry about me. <laughs> Oh, and somebody's like, oh, let me get second. So then you know I like it. Like, <laughs> like killing yourself. No, I don't for mean it point. like that. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah. That's I, just, like, that's satisfying. I made food for people to enjoy. Right. And the fact that you enjoy it makes so me happy. Like, yeah. Dick, all right, my job is done. But. Yeah, but you want people to sit here and, and, and have gluttony. Yeah, but I don't want to make this a right. show feel bad. Yeah, bro. like, fuck, you got people clearing pans of lasagna. <laughs> Just to make you feel good. Now people got fucking. Well, Danielle, your food was good, okay? Right. Like, now I ate three pounds of lasagna. Is that enough? No. Like, it's like an eating contest. I just appreciate the support, but I ain't trying to scarf nothing down the throat. That's fair. That's right. So, it was a good weekend. The kids had fun with their cousins. As usual. Yeah. Makes you think when you're a kid, these kids are different. They are different. God damn it. I'm wore out. <laughs> From the minute they get up until the minute they lay their head down, I'd be war. I I have like three jobs. I got my nine to five, I got a dad, and I got, I, got, I guess I stick to the comedy job, still working. I got three, and, and, and I'm full time in grad school. And 
taking care of the house and the stresses everything else. So, but it's part of the life. But anyways, these kids. So. They make you think of being a kid, right? No, not at all. I was a quiet kid, man. I kept to myself. Like I, I really kept to myself. Like when I even with um because I'm you know, my I'm one, let me see. I think I'm one of nineteen as far as cousins, like first cousins. So and now I was then I was the youngest boy for a long time before uh Jeremiah was born. So I kind of kept to myself. Like I did my own thing. We go play at my grandma's house, I would go see my friends around the corner. I won't really but you know, that's just how I roll. I always I always been a a lone wolf, if you say. But I say most kids are like that though. Well, long no, hell no. Like boys sometimes. No. Like it's kind of weird, like when you get as well thinking of as an adult, you be a grown man and you gotta you always going out with your boys. Yeah, like yeah, that's that's true. Cause me me, see, we probably have a fellas night. Yeah, or, or like a weekend, once but every five years. But hey, um, I'm about to go over if, if my if my one of my friends stay here, I probably would go over and hang out. Oh yeah, occasionally, but I'm like, we're going out this weekend. We're going out. Yeah, this I wasn't fucking plan it. Like I was like, oh, I'm going, you know, I'm going to such such house. You know, we might grab a beer and then we might end up at like the strip club or something like that. But I ain't gonna be like make a fucking day of it. Iron outfits and stuff like, <laughs> no. Unless it's an event we both want to go to. You're like, what the hell? Right. Going on? Like, we made a day. We're going on a date. I made a day of it. <laughs> like, nah, I ain't doing all that. Weird man. Yeah, but um, so we the next part is it's on the book. <laughs> chapter two. Chapter two. Chapter two. Because it's about the kids. That's true. That's what I'm trying to get to. Like, what have they done? What haven't they done? They get on my nerves. I like. I love my kids, but I don't like them. As, as human beings, I don't like them. I want to regular say it does. As a human being, I do not like my kids. So I what love you're saying if they were your friend. I it wouldn't be my friend. I wouldn't be friends with them. Hell but no. You know you made them that way. I know. You created I don't like myself sometimes. You, you create like Chris. You created them. Yeah. I can't stand myself sometimes. That's why I go play PlayStation. I can leave my mind out. <laughs> like I can't stand myself. I know who I am. <laughs> I know, I know I can be an asshole what sometimes. You mean? Yeah, you are. I'm an asshole. You I'm okay are. with that. You are, but I am too. I try to be as, I'm trying to be as genuine as possible. Mm-hmm. I know I'm an asshole, but but my kids are assholes. And if if they if they if I work with them, I wouldn't even talk to them. <laughs> I wouldn't even say good morning or nothing. But you have fun with them. We have a grand old time, but they always fuck they it up. They just don't know when two minutes. They don't know when to stop. Like we said, oh, we having fun. Like I'm, I'm wrestling Devin. Like okay, I'm thinking we just gonna slap box for like thirty seconds. No, and I'm wrestling this nigga for a half hour. Your whole lunch. My whole lunch, I'm wrestling. I don't want to wrestle anymore. Well, like Kristen, we do one little simple, uh, simple task. And what kills me with her is <laughs> she always wants to plan. Like just let shit happen. What are we gonna do after that? And then what's next? And was like, what? What are you, the police? <laughs> Why are you asking my schedule so much? Because she's going to hold it against you. You said that the next thing we was going to do, I have to tell her, like, I'll be like, just go with the flow. I know I said that we're going to do this, but we're not right now. We'll do that later. And you know what's weird? What? She's not like that on vacation. Yes, she is. Nah, not with me. 
like we on vacation, like she'll never be like, Dad was next. She just be like, No, she when she, yes, she does. She recaps it in the room. So it was fun that we went to the to arcade oh, today. Can does. we go to the arcade tomorrow? Yeah, they do. I had a really good time when we went and did this. Do you think that we could do this tomorrow? Oh, yeah, they do. God, she just know. recaps it at the room. That's why I, I don't, that's why I'm glad COVID here because I do not want to take him to Disney. Like, dude, oh my god, I, oh, I'll burn, no. I'll burn the whole park now. There's too many people at Disney, and it's not you've been to Disney. We've been in Disneyland, I've been, to Disney. yeah, I've been to Disney World, and it's just basically shit. You, you gotta wait, like you gotta wait in line for 30 minutes. It looks like a cluster, it is. I don't, I don't ride nothing, so that's just like, scared of rides. So she gets it from me. Devin's an adventure seeker, yes, he'll ride he with is. you because he'd be. He watches Billy. He's like, "Mommy, look at that roller coaster. Yeah, me and that Kristen. looks fun." I'm like, uh, "We we'll, we'll walk around like, once they get to that age. Me and Kristen will walk around and and eat snacks and stuff while you and Devin. Uh, we're not thrill seekers. We'll get on the you know bumper cars or may, maybe the high swings. <laughs> That's about it. Maybe a water slide here and there. Not the high swing. Yeah, the high swing is fun. That shit makes me dizzy. Yeah. No, the, I like the high swings, but damn, anything that dips and turns and flips me around. Like, oh, no. Nah. I don't like, look, I don't like anything spinning. I just like roller coasters. Yeah. Period. I remember, I remember um, we went to Disney World, all, all my family. So imagine like, and this is my aunt Jenny was alive. So every sibling, Martin and I have kids, every sibling and their spouse and their kids went down there. We had two 18 passenger vans. It was like 40 of us went down there. Oh. Like, so y'all get the group discount? I don't know how they did it financially. <laughs> I was like 11. Uh, and we went down there and everybody got in the tower turf. You know, that's when that came up. Remember that was the hot item? Yeah, I do remember The hotel that. thing just dropped straight down. Yeah. And they, they got Peter's like, and I was talking about to get on. And it was like, Pop, you want to get on? I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Like, I would do that though. Hey, no, one thing Get I don't like. I don't like the, to be dropped. Yeah, I don't like that either. But having the family go on a trip like that—that's a family reunion. So I tell, I tell you this discount. So okay, my family—we've been together 12, 13 years. So you can be honest. My family, two vans driving from Dunn <laughs> to Orlando. The drive there is cool. It's the drive back that kills everybody. We didn't talk. You know, we used to go to my grandma's house every Sunday. Yeah. We didn't talk for like two months. I mean, because why would you though? Because you're just naturally over. You've been a but, person. But we was together and we had like we had like eight, about seven, eight rooms. And we were together from Wednesday to Sunday. I wanted to shoot everybody in that van. And I was 11. I was the only one with a radio. Like the little walking car, I save my little barbershop money. I said, I went to uh, Super 10. I said, it's like $5. I'm going to get my Walkman. So I went and bought me a Walkman. I recorded some tapes on my um on my record thing, you know, the radio. And then I can get FM radio. So everybody else had to listen to what was on the radio in the car. Not me. Been chilling. <laughs> How many packs of batteries did you need? One, and it died. Like It died on the way back. I was cool the way there, and it died on the way back. But it was cool. It was, it was all right. So... Yeah, I'm not. Do- I'm definitely not doing a family trip like that. You ain't got to worry about that, no, ma'am. That's how our family reunions are, Loki. Yeah. It's just a lot of people. Like the families are in groups mainly, and then the older people get together. But yeah, 
can, can you just can you imagine Devin and Kristen in oh. Disney World from Wednesday to Sunday? <laughs> Number one, how much money I end up spending. Like I'm doing, we I'm thank God I'm doing a little bit better financially, but the money I'm spending, the irritation though, is hot. So you're irritated. I'll back. Yep. It's spread out, so they can want to see everything. It's a lot of people, so your parents sense the hype. Somebody to take your kids. So I'll be I'll be sore for days. Yeah, because that's a lot of walking, and you got to wait in line for like half hour. No, I mean that's how it is. Like Kennywood. I can't even want to have. But it well, Kenny was Disney not world. as big. It's not Disney, but I mean, I, I, I don't feel like waiting line. I don't feel like we waited a while when I went. We waited a long time when I was younger. Rides used to be like if you be like, oh, let's go get on the Thunderbolt, and we'll walk all the way to the Thunderbolt, and it had the wraparound line, and that wraparound line went from a straight line all the way back. I was like, God damn. And we stayed in that line because we was there all day. We just had um, we just had the Fort Brad Fair for that came. That was a mobile fair, and then occasionally we'll get some people to come through and they will set up a carnival in the Walmart parking lot. But I don't feel comfortable with set up carnivals. No, I don't. Need, oh, I ain't getting on no rides. I they just started it. getting on rides with Kristen at carnivals. I feel like a, I feel crazy for doing that shit. Yeah, because on rides, like you just know, like it ain't the safest. It ain't the worst. It ain't the safest. Don't put me on no roller coaster. I know. Hell, hell no. I get on old tops of turvy or something like that. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, that but sounds good. Our kids talk a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I like my kids talk <laughs> so okay, fucking much. It was on that topic anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. They talk like I'm sitting here. I'm like, I really wish they had a daily limit of words they can say, and they're like 2000. Like it, like an old computer, and they just shut down for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Right, and they hear nothing else. Like once they hit the two thousand word limit, that's it. So when you hit it at eight o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock at night, it's up to you. But at the two thousand words, you cannot talk no more. I think that would be amazing if God did that. I did as a joke of the day that your pastor was cracking up. Yeah. Your pastor was cracking up. <laughs> It'd be so funny because I'd be writing stuff on um, on Facebook because I, I do my joke of the day as a comedy writer. And it'd be funny, like, it's some stuff in there, like, it'd be cuss words and stuff. And, like, my old teacher who's now a pastor, he'd be laughing at it. Like, your pastor be laughing at it. So I'm like, people are human. If it's funny, it's funny. Right. But it's just so awkward when that happens. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I remember one joke I told on there. And, um, <laughs> It was my old my old teacher. It was like um remember when uh the dude from the Cleveland Browns hit the other dude like with the helmet and shit? Remember that last year? They had the big um the, Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I'm thinking of Cleveland Brown on family. Oh, family guy? No, <laughs> hell no. The Cleveland Browns. So you remember that story, right? It was um the dude, the quarterback, he had called a, the dude from the Cleveland Browns a nigga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I wrote a joke. I was like, man, y'all seen Miles Garrett? He's 6'5", 300 pounds. If I, if I call him a nigga, I hit him with a helmet, too. <laughs> <laughs> and it was cracking up. I'm serious. Like, as big as that nigga is, like, I'm hitting him with a helmet, too. Man, I ain't about to fight him. Right. I got to shoot your big ass. 
But yeah, it's crazy. It's cracking up in that. But yeah, my kids, man. Oh my god, like, whew. you know what? We could just um. You can talk about it. They piss. They pisses me off, man. I'm telling you from now. Like it'd be so funny. Me and Kristen would be sitting downstairs, and we'll be eating breakfast. Everybody just chilling, and we hear boom. We like fuck. Daddy. Devin's up. You'd be like Kristen. Oh, and it'd just be like. It'd be seven thirty, like here we go. Now he don't take naps. It'd just be like, dude, like his like, kids is nonstop all day. Oh, like seriously, all day. I asked my doctor, I asked him, I said, did you do drugs <laughs> when he was pregnant and didn't tell nobody? Like you was secretly drinking. Had no, to be. I think Kristen is me, but she's me. I've seen me. I said this before. Yeah, but um. She's also parts of me, like the way she acts. So like her doing dance, I always wanted to do dance, but I was too shy to get up on stage and dance. She's very, she's very outgoing. Yeah. Like I never jumped around and danced around people. I never wanted to be seen, but I enjoyed it the way she does. So you used to sing your mirror with your brush. You just, you turn. So I'm imagining you as a kid. You would plug your headphones into a speaker, turn the volume up super loud, and sing in your room and annoy everybody. Okay, close. I would do, I told you this. I would do, my mom had these big ass speakers in the dining room, and I figured out how loud the music could be in my ears. Right. So I took my speakers, my headphones, I plugged them in, and I was singing Mario. Um, Mario. Mario. Uh, it was. It was some. I was singing all his songs. <laughs> what both of them? He had two songs. What Turning Point? That was a good album. No, his first one with Braid My Hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was singing it, and my mom, she came downstairs so mad. She came and, and uh huh. I'm sorry, go ahead. And she um. She pulled the thing out and was like, do you know what you sound like? She said, do you know what you sound like? I was done. I was like, was that out loud? That shit was so funny. So, yeah. You're, you're, you're a horrible singer. Just let you know. You're, so you're, I was, you're a horrible singer. I wish I could singer. sing, y'all. I love music. So I go up in my room. And I turn the music up really loud and close my door like can't nobody hear. We can hear you. And then I used to dance with the door closed. But Kristen does that now, publicly and and, and, and annoyingly, at that. Yeah, she'll sit right in front of us and record a video. She'll lean the phone against me to do a TikTok. And she'll be like, look at this, look at this. I'm be working. I'll be on a call, and she'll be like, uh, I'll be upstairs working. You want to call? I'm like, yeah, hang on a second. Okay. And just sit right there with the phone. <laughs> then I put the customer on mute or whoever I'm talking to, and they be like, it's going to be a long one, Kristen. Okay. <laughs> and she should continue to sit there. I'm like 10 minutes in. So she asks again, are you still on the call? As she hearing me talking to the people, I'm like, yes. Call continues. <laughs> she's, she's just sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, Kristen, like, just come back. You're so mean. You're so mean. It just escalates. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I just told you, like, I'm trying to be like, trying to be cool with you, let you know. Like, she just, like, they they just 
jump on me for no reason. But she jumps on me too. She was jumping not, on me earlier. Not as aggressive as they did. They, they, she's like, you don't have to yell at me. I'm like, I'm not even yelling. I was like, I'm only yelling because you were yelling. No. Have they ever told you you're a bad mom? Yes. They tell all me the time. they tell me twice a week I'm a bad dad. I'm like, the fuck like and I'm like and I asked him, I'm like, why you say I was a bad dad? I was angry. <laughs> as much as I do for you. And there and then the next day. This is the best day ever. Yeah. Oh dad, you're so cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm like, I can't deal with this shit. Why what like I really can't do this emotionally. Like I don't like what the hell? But it's because you take it so personal. No, because they get they get in my face. They don't get in your face. They say yes, you're a bad. All you do is yell at me and yell at me. You're a bad dad. I'm like, why are you making this so personal? Like, why are you in my face? That's what pisses me off. Like you're in my face and it's oh god. Seven is three years old. He's a jerk. He's a, the biggest three year old. He's the biggest dick I ever met. <laughs> he's a, he's an asshole. He's a jerk. God, I, I don't like him. I don't. I take care of him. And I do everything because he looks just like me. So I'll do everything in my power to keep him alive. But Chris, he is you. Yeah. He does the same but he, things. But that's what's weird. He he's me in a three year old body. I wasn't like that at three. He's thirty two year old me. He's Stewie. Even with the, even with the guy, he's super smart. Even with the profanity, he's me. That's what I'm saying. But you know, he's cut back he, on his cussing. Yeah, but he repeats. He like he legit does everything you do. Yeah, no. everything you say. He'd be like, I had to shave my beard. Like he'd be serious too, and yeah. he means it. Yeah. Oh boy, he's a handful. He is. Oh well, but he's hilarious. So, like, um, what did he do? Oh, the funniest phase that he's in right now. Is. What's that sound? No, eating food, and when it gets close to empty, oh, he flips his shit. That's so <laughs> that's so funny to me. When it's M and M's, like I'm like, I'm like, dude, you ain't got many left. I know it's okay, and I shake the box. I mean, you got like four left. And then he they, looks, like, where they go? He was like, oh no. He said one day he was like, oh no, it's getting low. It's getting low. I need more M&M's. I need more M&M's. Like a crackhead. It's like, are you going to buy me some more? I'm like, yeah, but not now. The next time we go out. Yeah, like, that's how you know chocolate's an addictive thing, because he really like a crackhead behind Because he was like, oh, no. Like, I don't even like chocolate. I use moderation. Why do little boys love chocolate? My little cousin loved chocolate like that. And I, I didn't like it as a kid, so I can't say that he's going to grow out of it, but I, I didn't like it. My cousin used to love chocolate. He reminded me of Devin because Devin, well, anything chocolate, he'll eat it. Hershey's. But this is how I know I'm getting older. I ate a piece of that Hershey's bar. A Hershey's bar? Where did get a Hershey's bar from? Ew. From the dollar store, I was like, I'll just get Devin a Hershey's bar. It's chocolate. He'll eat it. And he was eating his Oh, mommy, this is so good. And then he was like, what is this? I said, it's chocolate. It's Hershey's. And then I took a bite of it. I was like, well, I bet the Hershey's were ominous the shit. And they were ominous. So it's like, it's crazy. I'm getting older. My, ta- my taste buds is changing. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Any other time, I'd be like, ooh, this is so nasty. Yeah, I don't like dark chocolate. 
I like dark chocolate over regular chocolate because mm-hmm. it's not as sweet. I don't. I hate bitter shit. See, I don't like sweets. I don't like really sweet stuff. So. I like savory. I don't like sweet, sweet stuff. Yeah, I like savory too. But if I eat a dessert, I don't need it to be all sugar. That's yeah, true. That's why your peach chocolate is really good. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Eat, I didn't eat chocolate as a kid, but peanut butter. See, I didn't eat peanut butter. Ugh. I how people do peanut butter and jelly sandwiches mm-hmm. and want more mm-hmm. peanut butter than the jelly. Yes, ma'am. Nah, I need like an even amount. Mm-mm. I like me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I was never a condiments person. Like the only thing I are you look at jelly on. as a condiment? Okay, I can see that as a as a as a as an addition. You like, like two condiments on going together. Peanut butter's butter is not a that's not a condiment. I think of it as a condiment. That could be a main course, like peanut butter cookies and peanut butter's a main course. Yeah, you can't have ketchup sauce. Right. So nah, ketchup peanut, cookies. Peanut butter mm-hmm. delicious. Shout out to George Washington Carverton. Well no. Carver? George Carver Washington. God damn was a George Washington Carverton. George Carver Washington, the historian, right? Got a degree in. Went to school, George spent money on Washington this. Washington Carver spent money on that, and Carver. I can't even say the damn name. I tight. No more about history. Not a lot of people, and I can't even get it right. And I call it history. History. Yeah, it's, it's history. I'm talking to white folk. I tell myself, it's history, Chris. You have a major in history. You got a major in history. I talk niggas. Yeah, man. History. It's like yeah, talking black folk. History. Yeah, Chris went A and T. Yeah, man, I went A and T. Graduate. Got a degree in history. History. It's funny how you just subconsciously do that, which is weird. Yeah. But now yeah. your brain is wired. That's true. How is Devin's brain wired like that? I don't know. I ain't no neurologist. He scares me. He does. Like, I don't know what the hell's gonna happen when he starts school. You know what's gonna be working on it. But you know what's gonna be funny? It's gonna be like a faucet, it's gonna turn off. And he's gonna be just a regular person. And he's a regular person now. What? But you know what? I can't admit I'm giving a little bit more attention to Devin because, and I have to change it because when I was pregnant with Kristen, yeah, no, when I was pregnant with Devin, Kristen was three, so I was already going through something. I was pregnant. That's real. Morning sickness. Yeah. So I kind of missed three with Kristen. Yeah. But I'm watching how Devin is, and Kristen was all over the place too. She was. was she was three. But she, like I said, yeah, he'll he'll level out. He'll he'll be fine. He'll level out. It's just I think with Kristen, she just she has a more. Kristen has a more calm spirit until yeah. she gets worked up. Devin's always worked up. He's, Ooh, he's always wild. Up. Yeah, he's he's he wild style boy. Like he literally. From the time he opens his eyes, for the simple fact that he don't get up slow, when he gets up, he gets up on ten. Yeah, he get up. He was like, his eyes just go, showtime. Like fuck, like nigga, you like, like how do you? People like, get up. Why are you going to sleep? It's morning time. Like, how do you wake up already up? Like he wakes up, he's already up. Like you know, people was a graduate. I take a shower. I got to walk around. Rub my head a little bit, slap my face. No, he wakes up and let's go. Like, like sleep. Like he sits straight up. Time to like get the up. Undertaker. When Come on, that, everybody. It's morning. Remember the Undertaker in the casket? He would just sit straight up. Like that's how Devin gets up. He gets like the fucking Undertaker. Devin is the new Chucky. He's the buddy doll. 
I can see that. He's creepy. As hell. He'll sneak around the house. You don't even know he's there. Yeah. Where did he come from? He's a weird dude, boy. <laughs> God, he's a weird, he's a weird dude. He'll grab the Chris like, want to fight? Yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm eating lunch. Like, I'm, I'm working. Like, let's fight. I'm like, man, like, you, you don't see me doing something? No, and now he's in the stage of watching TV. So, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. And if you pick hey, P- up the P- remote. PJ Mask. If you pick up the remote. And talking Tom. Oh, he likes the talking Tom with no sound. So it's the reenactments. Or he likes the talking Tom shorts. He likes to laugh too. Oh, uh, and the laugh. I'm like, yeah. If the YouTube got talking Tom live channel, he's all about it. Then it's it. Don't touch the remote. I'm watching that. Like an old man. <laughs> but dude. I'm watching. Is it the dude, news? Dude, be in the dining room or right by the door. With his Paw Patrol plane, yeah, his fire truck, he got the whole shit over there, yeah. And then he will see. He like, I was yeah, watching I was, that, I was watching that. Uh, really, Granddad, I won't sleep. Here, take it back. Right, like that, we at that age where y'all fighting over the TVs, right? And there's three in the house. That's why I'm like, I'll just read my book. But I do appreciate the fact that they always want to be around us. And I'm trying to appreciate the fact I'm cool with that. that they always want to be around us because I don't want to keep bickering with them. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, it's, cool with it's, I'm glad like Devin's not in his own room. Chris is not in her own room. Yeah, because eventually, you know, when they become teenagers, it might be like that. It is getting there because Chris is like, I just want to play by myself now. Right. So, <laughs> oh, well, she'll get there. She will. It'll work out. Okay, so moving on from the kids. On next is uh, this segment is going to be more about like being an entrepreneur, thinking about it, just in the area of entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, I think it's important because we're both entrepreneurs. And I think it's good information to learn or know from other people, their perspective on things, because right now, Black people more than anybody, we're trying to, we're figuring ourselves out and we're getting that opportunity. Yeah. So it's like, let me... Be, capitalize on my skills yeah like what can i do like if I, there's a market for this and i see people flourishing so i just think it's important to just talk about like just anything related to entrepreneurship i can dig it so um i guess you know really because the podcast is fairly new um introducing ourselves we've done you have an idea of what we do he's a comedian i cater well no 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 I am a writer that does comedy. A writer that does comedy. And I told him that. And I said, he's a comedian. Yes. Look at you. Tan it up. But um, we want to talk about, like, when when did it hit us? Like, because we came to want to do this together. Right. Um, So what made it click? Like, damn, I did it. This is something that I should be doing. For, For me, I think what it was... When I got my, 
when I got a when I seen a lot of people laughing at me, at, not at me, but at my jokes, like because with with comedy, you know, you can distinguish the laughs. Like you can distinguish, you know, family laughs. That's why I be asking sometimes I'm telling jokes, like, is this a good joke? Because I run my jokes by Danielle. So when I can distinguish a family laugh, I can distinguish a pity laugh, I can distinguish a genuine laugh. So when I first heard the majority of the audience giving me genuine laughs, I was like, okay, I can do this shit. But you know, a lot of people don't know my story. When I first I first started doing comedy in 2010, um, and I did it for like two years, maybe it was hitting open mics, we were doing this, we were, it was hitting in the stride. But I didn't know myself. And so I was all over the place. I was talking fast, moving this shit. And then and, and Danielle's like, Chris, that ain't you. Just go up there and talk. So um, I took some time off. But when Danielle was pregnant, with so fast forward three years later, when Danielle was pregnant with uh, with Devin, I was like, man, I'm going to do this shit again. And I knew like by that time I was like 20, 27, 28. So I knew myself, I started to grow into myself. I'm like, man, I'm gonna go on stage, I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna chill and do my thing. And that's when it clicked. When I first, when I came, I reinvented myself, quote unquote, and um, went back on stage and I did that. And I started getting laughs and I didn't put as much pressure on myself. I think that's what made me be like, oh, okay, I can do this shit. I think that's what it was when I finally got that genuine laugh. So that's what did it for me. Well, that makes sense too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You enjoy making people laugh. Yeah, I mean, and this this with comedy, I always feel like I'm always being business. Now, I may not be as lucrative as I want it to be at the moment because shit is shut down, but it's always going to be people in the business of laughing. And the same with you. It's going to be people in the business of the motherfuckers going to get hungry. They got yeah. to eat. Yeah. And you make good food at an affordable price. So they got they got to eat. Yeah, and I mean, like with me, I'm the type of person when it comes to my business. It's not that I'm not confident in my. Well, that's what my problem is. Like I know my food is good, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm not going to push it down. You like you know it's good. Like it, like it, like it. If you, I don't want to pressure anybody into doing something. I'm like that with my comedy. I, I see where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, so I think at one point that's where I struggle. Like, word of mouth is important. And then I think that marketing is a bitch. Ain't it? That marketing is a bitch. I like the background. I, I, I like to, like, I know what to do. Mm. I just don't want, I don't want to do it. And mm. sometimes I think I'm further back because of that i think you grow though once you step out of your comfort zone yeah and that's what i'm trying to do we can take well we can take the night for your marketing like you did your video um with your scalp potatoes which were delicious by the way you have five people dming that stuff usually you didn't because your mark you know your marketing is getting better yeah so you look at it like that you step out your comfort zone you're starting to see more results yeah so that's how i look at it i mean i am my friend uh natalie <clears throat> She has a business, um, like a marketing business. So she helps me with that. And I mean, she's really good. Like, yeah. So when it comes to me figuring out like when it clicked was when I started working with them for Smart Start. 
Yeah, because re- somebody reached out to you blindly. They didn't know you. They had no attachment to you. Yeah, Nelly, and and you de- you delivered, and she, continued to deliver. Yeah, she reached out to me, like, "Hey, do you do breakfast?" I said, "No, but I can." Like, I'm not a morning person, but every two weeks I'll get my ass up if you need me to. Yeah, you are. I remember them days. You are exposing me to the exact market that I'm trying to get. Because that market, there's a business for it. So I'm like, hell yeah. And I started getting referrals. I had a customer who ordered Christmas Eve dinner from me, never met me before, heard about me from some a third party from Smart Start. Two years in a row. She ordered two years in a row, the same exact thing. And then she even gave me feedback the second time, like everything was delicious. But like, oh, there's a lot of whatever on there, but it was still really good. So it's like, and she's giving me feedback and like, this is a repeat customer. And she gave you your racks back. And she gives me the racks back. Like we have an agreement. (laughs) Right. That's solid though. So I think when it clicked for me was being exposed to a group of people who had no knowledge (laughs) of me don't know how passionate I am, don't know how long I've been talking about this, really don't know long how long I've been in business. Right. And they're like, your food is so delicious. That's But that's genuine feedback. Like my genuine laughs is genuine feedback. It's not forced. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to tell me. And that's when I knew like, okay, well, my food really is good. These are people that I don't interact with. I've never like actually met and had a relationship with right these are really nice people and they're honest genuine people so because they got nothing to lose by supporting yeah like these are great people so i know like you can sense that Mm -hmm. so i'm appreciative for that and that's when i'm like man i could do this it's just having the resources to yeah but i think when you're building from the ground up and you're doing everything firsthand and you, you really got a hand in everything, I think the resources will come. That's how the universe works. If you get out there and do your part, you'll start getting everything you need. Like I, like I said about your marketing. You got out there and you, because you, you didn't like marketing, but you got uncomfortable with marketing you started doing it more and more and more. So now you're starting to get all the the benefits from putting in the work from being uncomfortable. That's, what I used, that's how I used to go. Well, so, I went out of my comfort zone um Recently, Mm -hmm. I could say, um, I seen this lady and I just seen she was a baker. And I was like, maybe I should. um, Oh, I remember that. That I was so proud. I said, maybe I should email her just to see, like, where does she go for kitchens or whatever. And she gave me feedback, like, maybe try churches or something, you know. Right. These commercial kitchens are expensive, so I understand. Yeah. And. When she did, she also asked me, like, are you certified? She introduced me to somebody with the county of Mecklenburg to help me get certified. I don't know this lady from Blue or shit. Adam's house cat. And she took the time to give me that information. And I think that was the most amazing, like. Well, that's, and I was so proud of you for doing that because I knew how much that was for you to struggle. But that's just one of the, like I said, that's good karma from the universe. You putting in your part, you know, 
it, it may not come immediately, but you put in your part a while back doing your marketing. So now you're starting to see the benefits of it. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And just being humble and appreciative. Like, gotta be humble. Any man. customer who's interested in having, like, anybody who's interested in being my customer, I'm going to do my best. Mm hmm. And if I don't meet your standards, I'm going to take your feedback and try to fix the problem. Right. So, and I think that's important. Customer service is everything. I don't give a shit how good your stuff yeah, is. Yeah, whatever you selling, you gotta you gotta be customer service. Yeah. Like, what about your cheesecake? That's the best customer service I've seen in a yeah. long time. Well, cheesecake situation. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, her cheesecakes is amazing. They're like fluffy pancakes. Oh, she was, she was so accommodating. Because, yeah, yeah. Cause I did it last minute, and she was like, um, she like, yeah, I can get you in, no problem. I told her time. I even get, and I don't tip. You know that? I even gave her a tip. Yeah, that, and she's so sweet, and her cheesecake is. Yeah, she did a thing. I want to okay. try the Funfetti. And I want the strawberry. We yeah. got to order some. Maybe the Funfetti for my, the Funfetti for my birthday for sure. Okay, no problem. Yeah. I got you. And for Thanksgiving. I'm getting something for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But anyway, so, I mean, I think that's like, it's important to know when you knew when you wanted to do something like, yeah, this is the time. Let me get to it. But I think this is a time too, where you, I think when, when they say quote unquote, when it clicks, I think that more so means you was prepared and, but you was also honest with yourself. Yeah, I think that's very important. Whenever you, whatever you're doing, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to know your trajectory, your career. You can't do everything. I got in my mind. I got my ultimate goal. What I want. I want to have three TV series. I want to have three sitcoms, and that's it. I don't want no big ass production studio. I don't want. I want to have three successful sitcoms because that will set me up for a successful life forever. So I think that's my ultimate goal. I think and whenever entrepreneurship endeavor you're in, you have to have an ultimate goal. You can have different goals throughout. Because I have different small goals to accomplish over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. But you also got to have an ultimate goal. And I think you have that as well with your cooking. Yeah, I do. Like, I just, I, I love the way, I just want to be involved with food. I love the way food makes people feel. I, and if especially when it's my food or if I tell you about a good restaurant which and is, it's which, actually really which, good, which is rare in Charlotte for some odd reason. Yeah. Cause these restaurants, they put so much money into it and then have basic ass food. Like only one that was really a last restaurant that blew my mind was, uh, what's the burger joint? Ace one. <sighs> yeah. Those I haven't had, I haven't had a burger like that, and I mean a a, a a cow like that in a long time. But you know water burgers. That was turkey burger too, wasn't? No. It's beef, yeah. Yeah. Sleep but you night. know water burgers are so good. Why? Because I saw they sell burgers. They say they sell burgers. They sell fries and they sell shakes. But you know your niche. Yeah. It's they important. don't sell. They don't sell fried pickles and people are like oh get some fried pickles and then it's yeah. like oh you didn't like the fried pickles and it's like stick to what yeah, you're good what at you're good. and the more narrow your stuff is the more successful you the can. better it is it's less money on inventory yep and you know your thing less stuff to remember you don't have to worry about all that so but, entrepreneurship that was cool so yeah well we so this is our first long episode we went about a 
55 minutes tonight. We almost went a whole a cool a cool hour, cool breeze. So um, on the road, I like the top. So, yeah. Especially about good stuff. Clearly, when I'm busy, that's okay. I love you too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Be sure you know. Be sure to subscribe. Um, we definitely put on uh, Spotify. Uh, I got another email from Apple, so we should have up on Apple very very soon. Um, but Spotify, uh, Google Play, um, I think we on Stitcher. Um, so anywhere where you can listen, anywhere to a podcast, you can listen to a podcast, definitely just type listen. in the Nightcap. The Nightcap. And if you see a black background with smoke up and yellow, and it says the Nightcap, that's it. That's us. That's us. So, so anywhere, the Nightcap. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, make sure you follow me on all social medias. Uh, Chris Munn's comedy, I do follow back. Um, where can I find you? Let's see if you can get it right this time. Instagram, Facebook, Simply Homemade Catering or shcateringclt.com. She got it right. I did She got it right the second time. But yeah, this has been a fun episode. Um, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Night.